Hey, beloved of God, I hope you're having an amazing day today. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast with Graham Cook. I'm your host, Michael Becchio. Today, we're going to continue our theme of hope for this month with an excerpt from one of Graham's teachings, one that I really love, called Hiddenness and Manifestation. This is just a part of the teaching, so I'll include a link to the full audio in the description of this episode for you. In this segment, Graham talks about something that's perhaps quite relatable to all of us in different seasons of our lives. The disconcerting feeling of being unable to tangibly feel God's presence or feel connected with Him emotionally. That certainly is not a good feeling, (laughs) especially if you're experiencing it for the first time. And even if you have experienced it many times before, you may still not understand why. Why does this happen? I remember the first time I heard this teaching from Graham, it was about 15 years ago and I was driving up the coast of Santa Barbara, California. What I learned then has stuck with me ever since and it helped me walk securely and intimately with God even when he seems and may feel far away. I hope this helps you in the same way. It's easy to become disheartened in that kind of feeling, wondering what happened, what's going on? But as Graham will disclose, in such seasons as these, there is great hope for us to take hold of. Not just in realizing that God has never left nor hidden his face from us, but in encountering the very kind intentions of his heart for pulling us into such a place as this, so we can discover deep wells of life and revelation that he has waiting for us. In the absence of his manifest presence, beloved, there's the majesty of his mind to connect with and the fullness of his thoughts that he wants you to uncover with him. Enjoy. 25 years ago, I was going through a profound time of self-disillusionment, and and I was a little fed up with God as well. Uh, But, you know, I've been a good Christian, trying hard not to be. (laughs) So for months, I'd known the presence of God tangibly, I got saved because I heard the audible voice of God. I, 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 I felt God in physical form, put his arm around my shoulder. I was a criminal. I was on the run from the police at the time. And, and I got arrested by God in the middle of a field, looking for a place to sleep. <laughs> and, um, and at first I thought it was a policeman. And so I was just so, I was going to punch his lights out. Yeah. And I was walking backwards, and I, you know, I was a street fighter as a kid. All my family were. I come from a long line of criminals. And uh, so I was going to punch his lights out. This is the day I got saved. And I, because I, it was pitch black. I couldn't see anything. I could see a shadow. And it looked like a policeman's uniform, you know. So I was going to punch him out because I'd broken parole, you know. So um, I was going to set, I was going to sent back. <laughs> and, uh, but I couldn't keep my teeth gritted, or my fists clenched. And eventually, I couldn't move my feet either. And this person walked up and put his arm around my shoulder, and I felt this breath on my ear, and I heard this voice say, tell me everything. And I walked up and down that field all night long, and I told him everything I ever did. And that was my first introduction to Jesus. I'm the first white sheep in my family's history. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can trace our history back to, you know, the days of highwaymen and robbers and used stagecoach salespeople. <laughs> 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 
And so for, for a, a long time then, for the first two or three years of my Christian experience, it was normal for me to feel the hand of God, to hear the voice of God audibly. Um, I thought everyone had that. And then there came a day when suddenly it wasn't there, and I was absolutely bereft. I can't tell you how, um, how affected I was by, by not being able to hear God audibly and not being able to feel His touch. And, um, and for six months, I'm crying out, Lord, where are you? What did I do wrong? Just tell me. I'll apologize. And then... Um, <clears throat> Just one normal, typical summer's day in England, so it was raining. <laughs> I got that horrible, fine, drizzly rain, you know, that's just depressing. And I walked into a coffee shop, and the place is full. There's only one seat available. And at that table, there is a Catholic priest sat there. And I'm thinking, great. So I get my coffee, I walk up, and I just say, is anyone here? No, sit down. I don't remember much about what he looked like. I just remember his eyes just absolutely fascinated me, just the way he looked at me. And so I just thought, oh, well, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. So I looked at him and I said, listen, um, I'm trying to follow Jesus. And when I first met him, and I told him my story, how I've been a criminal, all that kind of stuff. I've met Jesus, I knew him tangibly, all that kind of thing. I said, but he hasn't been around for six months, and I feel like I want to talk, I want to kill myself. And he said, ah, uh-huh. okay. And he taught me about hiddenness and manifestation. And it totally changed my life. We were there for three hours. Um, I was just mesmerized. I'd, you know, I... I just listened. I was mesmerized by his voice, by his face, so I couldn't tell you what he looked like. The shop, the store closed around us. We moved, we sat out in his car, and he finished the rest of what he was telling me, and then he prayed for me, and then I got out of the car, and um, he, drove, he drove down the road. It's a long road, and I, and I turned, I was going that way, and I turned back, and there's no car. I mean, like, there is no turnings off this road. It's about a mile down the road before turning. There was no car. He taught me hiddenness and manifestation. And um, it's been the, it really, it's been one of the most key, pivotal moments in my, in my walk with the Lord. Um, you know, if you want to pierce the darkness, you have to get rid of your own gray areas first. Um, And you need to learn to walk in the light of the majesty of how God sees you and loves to connect with you. Hiddenness is where God withdraws from your emotions to teach you how to walk by faith. But it's more than that. He withdraws from your emotions so that he can actually show you things. You know, when Jesus is present, you can't receive deep truth. Because he's the biggest distraction there is. (laughs) When God manifests himself to you, he shows you his heart. When he hides from you, he pulls you into a quiet place and shows you his mind. 
He shows you his will. He shows you his thinking. He shows you what he's seeing. And if, you're, if your mind is trapped in the natural realm, you won't experience divine visitation in the spiritual realm. That's why hiddenness is so important. Because hiddenness is about God giving you a whole different way of thinking and perception. One Corinthians two talks about we speak wisdom among those who are mature. We speak God's wisdom in a mystery, the hidden wisdom of God. And it's only found in the hidden places with God and only spoken of in times of hiddenness. If you want to know the secret thoughts of God's heart, then you have to submit to hiddenness. It's not much of a submission. It's actually just as joyful. In times of hiddenness, in times of manifestation, you can't receive deep truth. In Luke 18, the disciples were enjoying this manifested relationship with Jesus. But when he spoke at length about the cross, his death, they didn't understand it or comprehend it because the meaning was hidden from them. When he is present and visible and you're being touched by him, that is not a moment to be receiving deep truth. It's actually a moment for you to be established in being with God and enjoying his presence because that's what he wants. I just want you to enjoy this next six months. Don't think about anything. Don't plan anything. Don't just enjoy the next six months with me. Yeah, I've been in those times and the Lord says... I'm not going to teach you anything for six months. I just want to enjoy hanging out with you. just want to enjoy being with you. Otherwise, we get into this thing of, you know, you can end up, especially leaders and ministries, we can end up with a great working relationship with Jesus, but a lousy friendship. You know, because all, all of our relating to him is on the basis of what we're doing. So, Lord, I need to get a talk for this place. So I'm writing this book. So I need this and I need that. And... There are times when the Lord just can't be bothered with all of that. He just says, no, I don't want to give you anything new for six months. I just want to enjoy, I want to enjoy who you are. And I want you to enjoy who I am. I just want to connect. I just want to talk to you. Let's just hang out for six months. So what about all these conferences? But I'll just give you stuff when you get there. You trust me? Kind of. I remember being, uh, you know, when we're going through renewal in the 90s and 2000s and so on, I remember like around 94, 95, 96, somewhere around there, 95, 96, I was in a church and they were doing a renewal event and I was speaking and, um, you know, they had everyone lined up and, and some people, you only had to look at them and they were all over the place, you know, and uh, <clears throat> barking like a seal, the whole nine yards, you know. All these farmyard noises, brilliant fun. <laughs> Lying on the floor, writhing around. I love all of that stuff. It's God just connecting with people. Yet, yeah, to be sure, some of the people jerking around, they were jerks before renewal. We all get that. <laughs> and then there were some people who you'd prayed for, and they were stood there doing this really faithful imitation of the Rock of Gibraltar. 
people falling down all around them. And there stood there, this little island of misery in this far, all these farmyard noises going on. Yeah? I remember, you know, the Holy Spirit just swept through the crowd and then everyone was on the floor except all these people who were standing there. And then some people were trying to fake it, but you knew they were faking it because when they were on the ground, they were too busy looking around. You know? So in this particular church, you know, they, this whole renewal thing swept through and people were on the floor and noises and everything. And, and then all the people left standing. The pastor said, well, come into the next room. So I said to him, so what are you going to do with them? He said, oh, we're going to do deliverance. <laughs> Anybody go through, renewal and go through the whole deliverance thing? That was just me then. Shoot. <laughs> So, oh, we're going to do deliverance. Well, why? Well, because they can't feel the presence of God, so there's got to be something demonic. I mean, hang on, that doesn't compute with me. So I said, well, how many times have you tried to deliver these people? He said, pretty much every night for a month. <laughs> so, like, well, dude, it's not working out then, right? How about you let me have them for an evening? They were like, the ministry team were almost like kissing my neck like a night off from screaming and shouting. Brilliant. <laughs> so I had like 300 people in this room. And I said, listen, this is what's going on right now. Guys, you're not in a season of manifestation. You're in a season of hiddenness. So what you should be doing is tomorrow night, I want you to go and buy a journal, uh, a great pen, and come tomorrow night and when we say, come forward for prayer, once you go into this room and just lay on the ground, because God's going to talk to you, and just start writing. Yeah, because you, you're in a season where you're supposed to be getting revelation. That's your renewal. God wants to renew your mind. He's renewing their hearts. Yeah, so he wants to renew your mind. So he's going to give you brilliant thoughts. He's going to give you solutions to things. He's going to give you answers to prayer. He's going to give you revelation. He's going to show you something about himself. Enjoy it. Have fun. What was interesting, um, a couple of weeks after that, the pastor calls me up and complains. Because you know, I had two, they had this huge room that held like about 1,500 people and this smaller hall that holds about 400 and he said, now everyone is so jealous of what these guys are getting in Revelation. You know, they all want to get in that room. So now they're having renewal of the heart in the small room, and everyone's getting their thinking renewed in the big room. And he's moaning at me. That's funny. So many people went through renewal feeling like they were second-class citizens. And it's because they didn't really understand the dynamic you know, God works in two ways but in your life, by hiddenness and by manifestation. And you're supposed to have both. Okay, so by those definitions, how many people in this room right now are going through a season of hiddenness? Oh, I'm so going to pray for you. Stand up. Come on. This is fun. See, this is a brilliant time of your life 
when God wants to connect with you in a totally different way. Yeah? Some of you, you all need to go and buy a journal, right? Because you're going to be writing things down. God's going to be connecting. He wants to connect with your mind. He wants to renew your thinking right now. He wants to give you a brilliant way of thinking. So you should go and see the boys afterwards and just say, I'm thinking brilliantly. Yeah? Go and see my son, Mark, in the resource room. This is your time. God wants to wire you to have brilliant thoughts. Now, here's the deal. You can't feel the presence of God, so you're learning to trust for it. Yeah? So you trust like a much-loved child. Trust is always a childlike thing. Yeah? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. He's not left you. He's with you. He's for you. So you just need to take that on trust. So that means you can thank the Lord. Thank you that you're with me. You don't have to feel that he's with you. You just have to trust that he is, and it'll be the same. Yeah? But what's happening right now in your life is that you are learning how to think like God thinks. So he's going to start to show you things. He's going to start giving you scriptures. How many of you in recent times have had like passages of scripture just come up and hit you right in the face? Come on, hands right up in the air. Yeah, you see, what's happening, he's already working. What he's doing is he wants you to take that passage and meditate on it. Everything in that passage, yeah, every promise, everything, every descriptive thing about you, this is, the Lord is saying to you, this is who you are. And in hiddenness, he wants to have a conversation with you about who you are, about how he sees you. You should really enjoy this time. The manifestation, the God invading, that's his business. Hiddenness is yours. What he's doing is he's pulling you into his space. So take time aside, um, decent cup of coffee or a glass of wine if you're a good European. <laughs> there are some benefits to being a European. <laughs> Jesus turned water into wine. The evangelicals have been trying to change it back ever since. <laughs> so, decent cup of coffee, carrot juice, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> and just sit there and say, Father, I'm ready to enjoy you in my thinking. I'm ready to be renewed in the spirit of my mind. I'm ready for an encounter with you in my mind. I'm ready for this renewal. Talk to me. I'm ready for this conversation. I want this dialogue with you. I want to hear what you're saying. I want to read the scriptures the way you read. I want you to read the Bible to me. I often read the Bible to the Lord, only so that I can get him to read it to me. Yeah, because you read what you sow. So every day I'm saying, hey, listen to this. I want to read you the Bible. And I'll read it out to him. And then there are times when he reads it back to me, and that's way better. <laughs> I hope this was a helpfully perspective-shifting message for you. If you have anyone else in your life that you think would be blessed by this or needs to hear this, 
please share this podcast with them. You know, I remember when I first experienced the feeling of being separate from God's tangible presence and emotions. It felt like depression. It was a really challenging season of my life. I was probably 19 or 20 years old and had been experiencing such radical joy as I went after Jesus. The passion that I felt inside connecting with him was like a fire burning brightly. I would wake up each morning so excited to connect with God and feeling his presence even almost as I opened my eyes and it immediately put a smile on my face. But when I felt the season when that seemed to leave and I didn't know what had happened, I was devastated. It was really tough to go through that valley, wondering if I'd done something wrong, missed something, somehow was on the wrong path or really not knowing what just confused and despondent. Looking back over all these years, I'm so thankful for these places of uncertainty when I don't know what's going on and I have to look to God and seek Him because He has done so much in these in-between places. He's solidified things, He's developed wisdom, He's developed a deeper appreciation for what really matters and what truly counts in life. He's softened my heart, He's humbled me, He's opened my eyes to see how beautiful he really is. And to remind me, he's given us so many promises and treasures in Christ, all of which are great, but nothing compares to the treasure of he himself. Beloved, Jesus is what this is all about. And he is the precious treasure above all things. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is, as God said to Abraham, your very great reward. Over time, I've come to discover the gold mine that God is inviting me into in uncertain times like these. I get to unearth deeper treasures and process rich revelation from Him, learning to love, discovering His thoughts and ways more robustly, and growing in ever-increasing trust towards Him. (laughs) Beloved, there is no currency of greater value in your life than trust. Think about it. If you can truly trust Him, you can face anything and go through any difficulty unscathed with a sense of joy and of peace, of settledness and of security. That is where you most wanna be. Imagine that place that nothing can throw you off, nothing can shake you, and nothing can affect you negatively because you are rooted and secure like a much-loved child in the Father's love remembering that Jesus said, we need to receive the kingdom like a child. Faith and trust is our real bedrock and nothing that we build on that will ever be in vain. Beloved, be encouraged and filled with hope knowing that your father is just as present with you in hiddenness as he is in times of manifestation. It's just in a different manner. It's no big thing to worry about. He loves taking you through different phases and seasons, showing you so much more than you ever thought possible or could imagine on your own. Sometimes we're just learning to love him, not only emotionally with our hearts and souls, but with our minds and strength also. As Graham often says, quoting from John chapter 16, verses 13 to 15, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of disclosure and we are invited to abundantly experience that reality when in hiddenness. There, God pulls us into a quiet place and our minds get to deeply search for him and connect with him in new ways. And do this with joy and expectancy, beloved. 
recalling that the Holy Spirit is our ever faithful teacher, filling us with continuous patience and trust as we abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So this week and this month, I pray you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, that no matter how much of God you currently feel like you're experiencing, you would be confident and assured of his goodness and faithfulness to you, which never fails. That even if his promises or even he himself feel far away, that you would be sustained and uplifted by the joy of the Lord, remembering that he who promised is faithful and he also shall bring it to pass and that Jesus will never leave you or forsake you, but will be with you always, even to the very end of the age. So go, take some treasured time with him. Listen, write, sing from your spirit, or just be with him. His thoughts towards you are more numerous than the grains of sand on the shore, and you get to search his mind for all of them. Lastly, as we close, I want to invite you to join us for a special online event with Graham this coming week from May 12th to 14th. It's called Secret Place. It will have some of the same beautiful truths and freeing revelations in it that you heard today, plus a whole lot more. You can check it out or sign up for it at challenge.gramcook.com. It's been a real blessing for everyone who's joined and it's an honor to extend this opportunity. Really, this is not just a pitch to join yet another thing but an invitation into something magnificent, into more of the journey and the expectancy and experience of God that you were made for, beloved. I put the link for this in the episode's description. You might as well check it out now. I think you'll be really blessed. Have a great week as the beloved, living in the beloved.